0: The Chapter presents Insights, a podcast series for HR Professionals. National Institute of Personal Management, established in 1980, is one of the premier organizations of professionals engaged in human capital management, industrial relations, poor welfare, and human resource development in the country. And IPM is a non-profit organisation registered under the Society's Registration Act and devoted to the development of skills and the expertise of HR professionals through regular and active programmes like webinars, seminars, workshops, conferences and publication of research papers through its chapters all over the country. An IPM Trivandrum Chapter is one of the oldest and most dynamic chapters in the country and has always been at the forefront in organising various professional activities. Our activities are aimed at HR professionals and thus enabling them to reskill and upskill to face the demands and the challenges of the disrupted era. In addition, an IPM Trivandrum Chapter regularly conducts an advanced programme on labour law for HR excellence. To bridge academia with the industry, IPM student chapters are formed in B-schools. Besides programs like face-to-face with executives, the chapter organizes special programs for the benefit of the student members intending to create awareness on HR and its functions. Also, student chapters providing its members a platform to develop leadership skills and evolve as a professional after their studies. IPM Trivandrum Chapter presents Insights, a podcast series for HR professionals.
1: Greetings from an IBM Trivandrum, this is Rajat Karunagaran welcoming you to a new episode of Insights and IBM Talks. This episode is brought to you by iHITS Technologies Private Limited, Kochi. iHITS provides the best in class HRMS solutions to enterprises across the world. Have you ever get confronted by the same question time and again? How do I make the right decision? Decision-making is the process of making choices by identifying a decision, gathering information, and assessing alternative resolutions. Is that simple? To explore on this important topic, decision-making, I have with me the right person. Dr. Vinod B. Nair is a medical doctor with MS, DLO, dnb member of the national academy of medical science who had all his education from government medical college Thiruvananthapuram an end specialist who is actively practicing for the last 25 years in kochi vinod successfully graduated from the global honor manager program by sp jain institute He has, to his credit, more than 1,400 training programs on various topics. Dr. Vinod is a life coach, business coach, human success coach, personal facilitator and change specialist, helping people to change from what they are to what they want to be. He is a consultant for crisis and stress management, brand positioning and damage control exercises for corporate clients and high net worth individuals. He is presently running his ENT and lifestyle clinic attached to his residence at Kalur, Kochi, pursuing his interests in holistic kind of clinical medicine. Welcome Dr. Vinod B. Nair to Insights and IPM Talks.
2: First of all, thank you Mr. Rajit Naya for inviting me to do this podcast on decision making. I must also thank NIPM for taking up this
1: venture of doing this podcast. Dr. Vinod, to start from the basics, could you please enlighten us on what is decision making and its relevance in business and day-to-day life? Where do we usually go wrong? Now what is the relevance of this
2: topic on decision making? The point that you have invited me to do this topic itself denotes how important is decision making in our lives. Making decisions is part of everything we do. And the better our choices, the better our lives. Whether deciding between a biryani or a chapati for the lunch or between two potential romantic partners in our lives but the problem is in many situations our decision making isn't ideal Mm -hmm. we think too narrowly we are biased by previous choices personal values and short-term emotions and we are overconfident about our decisions Mm -hmm. we must also realize making poor decisions or not making decisions at all can have dramatic effects in our lives Mm -hmm. we must also realize most people don't have a method for making decisions which is why most decisions end up being a shot in the dark or shot in the foot interestingly we are often told to go with our gut feeling or to use a tool like the popular pros and cons list to decide on something but we must also realize the research on these things points in other direction. Mm -hmm. We make so many decisions each day and it's important to understand why we reach the conclusions we do. But at the outset, I must say our ability to say no and our ability to make decisions fast are the two most important things we should acquire. Mm -hmm. And also once we have taken a decision our ability to change the decision at a very slower pace is also very important. Of course we should be able to change them but not as fast as we have made them. So these are the important qualities we must aspire for in decision making. Mm -hmm. One more thing as an introduction I would like to tell you is that we have much more choices than we realize. We usually do not realize this so we should be looking for options and choices rather than saying i don't have any options this is one of the most important things to begin with Mm -hmm. one more thing i would like to tell is that most of the time our decisions are based out of fear we worry about something which is going to happen in future and we make our decisions based on that or they will be based on some bad things which has happened to us in the past these are also not
1: good things for a good decision making process better choices make our life better in reality we have more choices than we think says dr vinod binaya Dr. Vinod, can you explain how we should begin the decision-making process? I am sure it is not as simple as many of us believe.
2: Now, if you ask me where to begin, how to begin, it is actually a difficult process. The decision-making process is a huge topic. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: There are many, many aspects to it. So, I will be telling you what I follow. The first and the most important thing for me is my value system The decisions of mine should go according to my value system Now value systems are totally different for different persons So the point I am making is each of us should make a decision according to our own value systems this is very important Mm -hmm. now if you ask me how to identify your value system it is again a complicated process because it you should be having a very very good insight into yourself you should have a very good awareness about yourself your thought process you what are your wants in life what is the ultimate purpose of your life so these are not very simple things so what i would suggest is You should first identify what are your core values. Mm -hmm. Now, if, If you ask someone suddenly what are your core values. It will be a very very difficult thing for him to answer unless he has contemplated on his value system. So what I would suggest is you should write down all important values for you you should actually think on paper this is very important these are the prerequisites for decision making mm-hmm. so as i said you should start writing your values as it comes to your mind after you have written which always you can modify after uh, at a later time
3: mm-hmm.
2: you should think what are the most important values out of what you have written for example you have written initially 20 values you should contemplate on each on what are, your, what are the most important values among them
3: mm-hmm.
2: now identifying what are the most important or what are the most relevant values for you among them is not that easy what I would suggest is you should ascribe a score to each of these values from 0 to 10 it will not be 0 because you have written them down they are important for you 10 would be the most important value which you would give most of the weightage and 1 would be the least among them so once you have ascribed a value to them you must arrange each of them in a descending order Mm take at least the top five values for example let's say out of the twenty values which i have written down i have scored them in descending order and my top five values are integrity family respect wealth and independence now i should be taking all my crucial life decisions based on these value systems Or I will tell you in a different way I should not be taking any important decisions which are against these core values. Why? Because if you are taking decisions against your core values they are going to create a lot of distress, stress, anxiety and issues for you. So I would say as a life coach this is the most important thing all of us should be doing before making decisions Mm -hmm. is it easy of course not this is going to be very very tough taking decisions according to your values in this world is the toughest thing but i think it is worth the trouble the famous walt disney has said when the values are clear decision making is very easy i think it is
1: perfectly true in the long run Dr. Vinod B. Nair reminds us that identifying our core values is very important as that play a pivotal role in decision making. Dr. Vinod, you may agree with me that identifying values is very tough. Can there be a more simplified process that would avoid biases in decision making?
2: When you are hearing values are most important in life, and they are the most important thing in decision-making. You might wonder where this is practical in this world. I accept this is a very, very tough thing. Okay. Because we mistakenly use the quality of a result to assess the quality of our decision.
3: Okay.
2: For example, imagine you have accepted a new job and everything is fantastic. Great colleagues, satisfying work, and then after a year you are rewarded with a generous promotion now consider another situation you accept a new job but the outcome is exactly the opposite of what I told first unfulfilling work unfriendly colleagues and on top of all that you get the boot a year later you are out of work now which job hope was a good decision the first one right Mm -hmm. after all It brought enjoyable work, more money, and you didn't get fired. Let's pause right here. Because you may have noticed that this assessment is based entirely on the decision's outcome. It says little about the decision itself. The key message here is we mistakenly use the quality of the result to assess the quality of a decision. We often forget the process that went into a decision. We usually remember the result. Focusing solely on results, however, can lead to a misguided assessment of the decision's quality. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: You might have left the job because it was not fitting into your value system. Using the result to evaluate the quality of a decision is called resulting. In psychology, it is also known as outcome bias. Interestingly, we attribute the outcome of all our decisions based on our decisions. Mm -hmm. Please do realize there is an element of luck. Most of the time, smart fellows underestimate the role of luck. Every decision has a range of possible outcomes. These outcomes can be good, bad, Ugly or anything in between. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is though our perception of how that outcome was achieved changes only in retrospect. Mm -hmm. The point I am trying to make is even if your decision process was right, things can go wrong, results can go wrong. And if you believe in the right decision making process, previous results should not be Fully influencing your next decision making process. If we are not evaluating this element of luck in the results, we will be making a mistake. Mm -hmm. This phenomena of resulting leads to repeating the same errors or faulty decisions because we are not assessing the decision making process we have made. We are only looking at the outcome for example you decide to run the red light in a traffic signal and you get away with it does that mean your decision was right no absolutely not so that is the point of depending on results for validating your decisions. Mm Just like the confirmation bias, there is something else called hindsight bias which happens especially on unfavorable outcome. Now what is this? You have taken a very considerate decision and things have gone wrong. You may find fault with you or others for the decisions going wrong. This is not right. Obviously, it is impossible to know everything especially when we are in the process of making a decision Mm -hmm. there is bound to be things we simply don't know hindsight bias distorts our memory by inserting the new knowledge we gained after learning the result when the original decision was made the new information was not available and we are forgetting that this new information has come only after you have made the decision Mm -hmm. if you use a simple tool called knowledge tracker to evaluate what all information you had at the time of making the decision you can identify this bias this will help you in
1: future decisions and future decision making processes We mistakenly use the outcome of the decision to assess the decision-making process and not the quality of the decision itself, says Dr. Vinod Nair. Before we move on to the next question, I have good news for HR professionals. NIPM, as part of enlarging its membership base, is now offering special fees for life membership. Membership special drive is now open for all HR and allied professionals to be part of this prestigious organization. In addition, this is a great opportunity for existing members to convert their memberships to life membership at a special fee. Join an IPM and share your knowledge, widen your network, update your knowledge and become a mentor. For more details, please call an IPM Trivandrum chapter at 471 You are listening to Insights and IPM Talks brought to you by iHITS Technologies Private Limited Kochi. iHITS provides the best-in-class HRMS solutions to enterprises across the world. For more information, please visit iHITSIndia.com. This is Rajit Karunagaran, and I have with me today Dr. Vinod B. Nair, a medical doctor, human success coach, personal facilitator, change specialist, consultant for crisis and stress management, life coach, and business coach. And you are listening to Insights and IPM Talks. Dr. Vinod, can you give our listeners a few simple tips for decision making? Tho- Ideal decision-making is a scientific process which can be
2: learned and which can be improved with experience. For a beginner, the most consoling thing is that most often we have more choices in our decision-making than we ever realize. Mm -hmm. We rarely realize that we have so many options. As I said in the introduction, your ability to find and seek out more choices and options in what you want ultimately is an important quality to help you in decision making. Mm -hmm. Another important tip to help you in decision making is always asking if your decisions are out of fear. Mm Not making a decision out of fear is a very important quality. Later I will tell more about the role of emotions in decision making. Mm -hmm. Also realize not making a decision is also a decision. Mm -hmm. You should be able to postpone certain decision at will. This will actually help you to introspect about various aspects of this decision and come to the right decision at a later point. So that skill also you should learn. Another important thing you should remember always in the process of decision making that though you have the choice of taking a decision the consequences of that decision may not be under your control mm-hmm. you should realize each decision of yours have consequences and realizing the possibilities of these consequences or all of the consequences of your decision will be very important in arriving at the right decision mm-hmm. another important tip which will help you in decision making is intelligence and data collection i mean whatever you need to which will help you to arrive at a proper decision you need to collect all these data and information and you should learn how to leverage this information which is available to you in taking the right decisions the more information you have
1: the more leverage you have in arriving at the right decision. Don't make decisions when you are angry. Don't make promises when you are happy. Dr. Vinod, you also talked about the emotional aspects. Can you tell us how emotions impact decision-making? Now, speaking about the role of emotions in our decision-making
2: is something which all of us should be aware of. Most of the time, we are unaware of this and this will complicate all our decisions. Mm -hmm. We should realize the human brain has two primary ways of thinking that easily come into conflict with one another. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: You don't have to be a neuroscientist to know that people don't always act rationally. In fact even when people know what the most rational response should be we often end up doing something entirely different How this happens? Because our brains are divided into two distinct parts The first part is the human part or the rational part mm-hmm. which is located in the frontal lobe more precisely in the prefrontal lobe mm-hmm. This part of the brain things and acts based on facts but the second part which lives in the limbic system is known as the inner monkey the functions of this section of the brain are more primitive and more immediate or more instant in other words the monkey part of the brain acts based on our feelings and emotions Mm -hmm. Naturally, these two ways of processing the information can come into conflict very easily. But when they do, the monkey part of the brain often prevails. After all, the limbic system or the monkey part which is the evolutionally much older one works faster sending stronger impulses into action. Mm -hmm. This we should be aware of. Mm Now, how can we take control of the monkey part of the brain? First, in any given interaction, you should begin by determining which section of your brain is directing your behavior. Is it the human part or the monkey part? To figure this out, you can ask yourself simple questions that begin with, Do I want this? For instance, Mm -hmm. you might ask yourself, do I want to behave this way or do I want to feel these feelings? If your answer is no to these questions, then it is a sure sign that the monkey is in control. Mm-hmm. Once you are aware that your monkey is in control, there are ways to control that or rein that monkey which is actually beyond the scope of this discussion. But at least I would suggest that when the monkey is in control postpone the decision or at least take a break. Mm -hmm. That is very important so that you don't land up in trouble. Now other than this human part and the monkey part there is something else called the computer system in your brain and it is responsible for all the automatic functions based on your past learned patterns. This is essential because without this autopilot system you will not be able to function. Mm-hmm. Please realize this autopilot system plays a major role in lives of most humans. Such automatic behavior is based on patterns you have learned, beliefs you have absorbed and programs you have established in your life so far. You should be aware of this automatic patterns and if it is creating trouble, you should be taking professional help to correct them so that they don't unduly influence or influence you in
1: a wrong way in taking decisions in your life when the monkey is in control postpone the decision or at least take a break advises dr vinod when should one seek professional help in decision making if the person feels that he or she can't handle the situation if you think you have a problem
2: with decision making or your decisions are repeatedly creating trouble or landing you in trouble you should introspect your decision-making ability. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, there could be issues in family, in your workplace, in your job or career or everything. So, in such situations, you should be able to get professional help. Mm -hmm. Now, where do you get help? There are two kinds of people who can help you. First is a mentor second is a life coach Mm -hmm. now what is the difference between a mentor and a life coach if you are having a technical issue a mentor will help you a mentor is having the same expertise as you are working in a better way he is more experienced he has the technical knowledge to help you in that technical situation so he has subject expertise to help you that is a mentor Mm -hmm. now who is a life coach life coach need not have a subject expertise in your field in fact it is better that he is not having subject expertise in your area he will help you to arrive at the right decisions because you can bounce ideas with him you can talk with him in a professional manner Now you may ask why not ask your friend about this at your workplace there are many friends. The problem especially with top executive is they cannot share their family issues or work issues with colleagues because it can go out and it can create problem. So it is always better you take the help of a professional, a life coach to Bounce your ideas, discuss your ideas and he will help you in the right manner to come to the right decision. Remember you always have the subject expertise. Only thing is you need to bounce ideas, you need to discuss ideas with the right person. So a life coach will be acting as a sounding board and he will
1: be asking you the right questions so that you can arrive at the right decision. Dr. Vinod confirms that when in doubt, seek professional help. Dr. Vinod, finally, once we have taken a decision, what's next?
2: Now, once you have followed the whole process and come to a final right decision, of course, it is a subjective thing that it is a right decision, but imagine that you have come to the decision.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What you should do next? There are two most important things which you should be doing. Usually people don't do this. Once you have made the decision, it is very, very important that you communicate this decision to all concerned about the decision you have made. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it is of no use. So you should also be an expert in communicating to the right people either upwards or around you or to your subordinates. So a decision maker ensures that whatever decisions he has taken has been communicated as intended to all people concerned. Mm -hmm. This is extremely important. Now once you have communicated effectively the next most important thing is execution of your decisions see make sure that after communication the decisions are executed as you wanted it otherwise again it is going to be an ineffective decision Mm -hmm. so you should have a follow-up system after you have communicated that the decision process is on its right way it is being executed and more importantly you are getting feedback on the decisions you have made that it is being undertaken as you want it Mm -hmm. so unless you ensure this communication and execution part the decision making is actually a futile process and i have found in my practice that these two
1: things are the most ineffective part of decision making Strong decision-making is a valuable skill in any workplace because it empowers employees and leaders to make mindful choices that have the best chance of leading to a favorable outcome. Your decision-making methods may change depending on the context. Thank you, Dr. Vinod, for clearly and patiently explaining to us this complex topic so effectively. Thank you.
2: Before I go, I would like to place on record my sincere thanks to Rajit Nair and NIPM
1: for giving me this opportunity to speak to you on decision making. Thank you. With that, we come to the end of this episode. We hope you have gained some insights by listening to this podcast brought to you by NIPM Trivandrum Chapter and sponsored by iHeats Technologies Private Limited Kochi. This is Rigid Karanagaran, Life Member, NIPM, signing off.
0: The NIPM Talks podcast titles Insights is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement related to the topics presented here. Reference to any specific product or entity or solution does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by NIPM or its chapters. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance in the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent.